This is Cocktails Distilled, a podcast that takes your favorite spirits and liqueurs from the still to the cocktail glass. In each episode, we talk to distillers and creators about particular expressions that their brand have released, what they are, why they were created, and in what cocktails they can be used. Are you ready to understand what's in your glass, or perhaps should be? Welcome to Cocktails Distilled. Located in a land of turbulence, Ron Santoriza is Venezuela's oldest rum distillery, and actually the third oldest distillery in the world. And for over 200 years, the brand has walked the delicate tightrope of political and economic upheaval, looking to their rum and their community as a way through the chaos. Santa Teresa 1796 was created in 1996 to commemorate the bicentennial anniversary of the Hacienda and has proved its ongoing popularity with rum drinkers due to both its flavour and production method. To find out more, we speak to brand ambassador Alex Norega about the brand, Solera Systems, and how the rum can be used. Thank you for joining us, Alex. Thank you for having me, Tiff. It's an honour and pleasure. Now, you are a brand that has survived wars, revolutions, invasions, and dictators. What is it about Santa Teresa that you feel is so special? Santa Teresa, 1796, for starters, is the world's first premium rum to really employ the Solera method, which is an artisanal processing method. It's really used to create smooth, dry rum that helps the complexity of blending light rums, heavy rums, and pasta rums with their age all between four to 35 years in bourbon barrels. We know we further process them in our Solera system. So Santa Teresa, 1796, it's acceptably dry. You know, on your palate, you can get notes of tobacco, uh, leather, molasses, and of course, the dark chocolate. It's probably the most prominent one besides the molasses, of course. But we're not only just a super premium rum with a unique taste and a production process. Santa Teresa has always worked to be a positive force in the community. An example of this is Project Alcatraz. It's a program created by our current CEO and a fifth generation family member and rum maker, Alberto Vollmer. There was a reform in 2003 it was initiated where criminal gangs in Venezuela were able to uh, combine vocational trainings, values, formations, psychological assistance, formal education, and a particular sport known as rugby. And then through rugby, the, the values of respect, discipline, teamwork, sportsmanship, and, uh, you know, humility are, are taught as keys to success in life. So it was a, a perfect sport to really use in this program. I'm happy to say that the program has res- rescued hundreds of men from crime and has lowered the region's homicide rates by 90%. So it's a pretty big deal. That's impressive. Yeah. Now, how do you incorporate 200 years of history and tradition into a single expression? Well, everything needs to make Santa Teresa 1796. It uh, all comes from, from, from our hacienda, you know, where we are a single estate. The sugar cane to the water was all sourced from right there in our lands, from the local farms in the Arago Valleys, all the way to fermentation, through distillation, aging and blending. It all happens low. That's what single estate is, and that's what we are. So by sticking to our roots, we, we quite literally pour a legacy of our five generations of rum making and Venezuela history into every bottle. And that is the result of Santa Teresa 1796. 
Now, the rum is a blend of both column and pot still. Why is that? Correct. So employing the artisanal method with our pot still, that's where most of our pot still rum distills going to come from. And you're going to get a lot of those characteristics of what truly is rum. That notes of the vanilla, caramel, chocolate, tobacco, and it gives it more of an artisanal approach. And then we have our column distillation where you're going to get the other two of our rums. We have our heavy rums that only touch the first column of our column stills. And then we have our lighter rums, which are going to touch all four columns. So now we have three different rums. And then that's pretty much why we use it to really combine a complexity style of rum that's going to give you that unique flavor, especially when we get into it. Now, speaking of the aging, you are doing it in French limousine oak. What flavors does that give to the rum? Well, our, our French oaks is more of a maturation that. So it's, uh, we use it primarily just for resting. So the difference of the, the French oak versus the, the American oak, while we use the French oak to rest our, our rums, it gives you more, they're a little bit more tighter on the grain. So it gives you a little more softer and flavor notes. So after aging with ex-bourbon barrels, we move them to our solar system, rest in our French limousine oak barrels to give it a nice soft solo so you'll get dark chocolate loads again uh, a little bit of baking spices like cinnamon and just a lot of soft all around from there they go into a solera system what made you think to adapt the sherry technique to commemorate the bicentennial 1996 Alberto Bomer's father, Alberto's name is Alberto Bomer Herrera, challenged the company to develop a rum that could leverage all of the rum making mastery and craftsmanship learned in the first 200 years. So, Sign Chase of 1796, uh, being the first super pure rum to employ the slayer method, it's an artisanal processing method. It's, it creates a smooth, dry, a complex blend of light rums, heavy rums, and pasta rums aged between 4 to 35 years in those bourbon barrels. And for the process and for the solera. It features an unexpectedly dry flavor and some tobacco, leather, molasses, and dark chocolate. So as far as I know, the San Trace of 1796 is the only rum that is produced using the traditional Spanish style solera system. The solera system gives San Trace of 1796 great viscosity over a consistency since when it was first created in 1992. It also softens the rum and gives it a distinct age aroma that is shared amongst the other blends. People are quite fascinated by solar systems. What do you think that is? One element, to be honest, is the consistency gets better with time, over time. Another is the homogeneity at the smoothness. We believe the extremely slow and never-ending blend of the different types of distillates and ages that go into our solar allows for a smoother, you know, richer, more refined end result. We have the lab results to, to back that perception as well. And almost 25 years of blind and third-party tasting notes to reinforce it. But most of all, we have the, the wow of every new person that discovers Santa Trace of 1796. And that's a blessing in it all. It's that wow factor. Do you want to go into a little bit more detail about how it's set up and how it actually works? Yeah, sure. That's not wrong. So there is, is, is basically a process for aging liquids, such as wine, beer, vinegar, brandy, and rum by fractional blending in such a way that the finished product is a mixture of ages, with the average age gradually increasing as the process continues over many years. So the process of this labor-intensive process 
is the maintenance of the reliable style, consistency, and the quality of the Sanitary 1786. From Sanitary 1786 to Lair's fourth row, which is the one closest to the floor, that's our Solera row. That word is derived from the word suelo. So therefore, Solera is the one closest to the floor, right? So we empty each barrel by half, and all that liquid is passed all through 11 bats. We top off the fourth row of barrels with half of the liquid from each barrel from the third row immediately above. I don't know if that makes sense. But then we top off the third row within the half of the liquid from the barrels from the second row immediately above. So it's like pretty much a giant cascading system. Yeah, we it exactly, if you get the idea. So then finally, we top the first row with our, our mother room, or what we call the solar refill, which is above in a blending tank, right? With all of those rooms that are aged separately, blending together on between four to 35 years old. And how long does that process actually take for it to move its way down? Usually... Give or take about four years for that whole process to be completed. And from that aspect, we then go into our, our limousine vats for the final dusting phase. Now, age references is probably one of the most misunderstood aspects of Solera. Do you think people put too much value on age? That's a really good question. So one thing I can say about rums and laws about in Venezuela, especially, we do have a, a domain of origin. So in Venezuela, in order to be around, it has to be aged for a minimum of two years. So I know a lot of makers out there, they try to steer away of putting that youngest age statement on the bottles. And in Venezuela, that's the case. You always have to put the youngest on the bottle. So for, for Venezuela rums, especially with sanitary, so you won't see an age statement on our bottles, but especially like a big imprint on, on the front of our bottle, because we, we are a blend of rums that are aged between four to 35 years. So at, at the end of the day, it's the quality and what I believe. But do people judge spirits too strongly by how old they are, do you think? I guess in the sense, if it's older, it's better. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. With that, with that answer right there, the older the rum, the older the, the whiskey or whatever it is, technically it's a little bit more expensive. People I would say, well, think about putting too much value in age, but again, like Solera is a method for fractional blending. And it's a great example on how great a rum is. Like it's, it's a blend of four to 35 years and you still get this unique flavor in, in all its essence, exceptionally dry flavors and a bang for your buck for where it is. In general, you're going to get beautiful amber copper color hues, very sharp, bright, dark tannins, bright tannins, big teardrops falling down to the glass as you pour it. And once it hits the palate, always wakes up all of the endorphins in your mouth. Second step to acclimate the palate, start getting a lot more flavors. What is the reaction being to the rum? I would always encourage you to try me or on the rocks for the first time. And the new reactions that I usually get, it's the wow factor. Oh, people are always in shock how, how dry it is for being such a rum. And that's just because of, you know, all those artisanal techniques that we use and in our blending flaxers, especially with the Solera flavors. Once you drink it near on the rocks, you can truly taste the full flavor notes of the rum, but you can always get creative with it as well. San Trace of 1706 offers ideal base to create a variety of cocktails from spirit for old fashions, you know, to your tropical daiquiris. Even the most developed traditional Scotch whiskey lovers would be pleasantly surprised by trying whether you or in a cocktail, you know, 
one can definitely appreciate the layered richness that comes from our traditional Solera method, as well as the unexpectedly dry finish of Santa Teresa, 1796. If someone's experiencing the rum for the first time, how would you recommend that they do that? Meet around the rocks. Daiquiri cocktails are always fantastic. Rum Manhattans, rum juleps, Negronis are always perfect cocktails to use for uh, Santa Teresa, 1796. Well, if you want to play with a little bit more citrus, I would definitely recommend a daiquiri mojito or even an old Cuban. It's one of the greatest strengths of that this rum has is its versatility. No matter what spirit one generally prefers, they, they can always find a counterpart in this rum. Have any bartenders made cocktails that you didn't expect with the rum? That's a great question. Ooh, I think I'm on that one. Old bartenders. Yeah, I actually... I had an account actually made me something out of his own, a creative mind. I was very intrigued about it. It was actually one of the bars here on, in Miami. It's called Kaori and uh, it's a red bean collage. You know, it blew my mind away. And I, I remember the recipe, so I'm going to share it with you. Now, again, it's very crafty, so I don't, I don't think it's very easy to make at home, but it was delicious. It had a, a red bean paste, so red beans, lime juice, pineapple, uh, coconut milk, and a little bit of cinnamon, grated cinnamon on top. Was beautiful crushed ice. I had this beautiful, like, purple burgundy color and with just mint. And it was delicious. And it just proved the versatility of the rum. It was uh, the red bean colada, that's what he called it. And it was amazing. I, I, it blew my mind away. And it was one of those things that I was like, man, you really truly are speaking to the versatility of our rum. So it was amazing how this bar would create something so unique. Now, if consumers were going to take away one thing from their experience with Santa Teresa, what would you like that to be? I would really want them to really enjoy the dram with somebody and share their stories and really see what family and heritage is. Like, our Venezuelan heritage isn't a big part of our identity. So the history of Santa Teresa is deeply you know, intertwined with the history of Venezuela. And throughout that history, we, we have always worked to be a positive force in the community. Like Father Dr. Charles, one of those, those things he talked about earlier. And so just enjoying this with the community and being involved is the main thing that I want to source really take away with this. This is a room to enjoy with, with others, with the community. Now, speaking of Project Alcatraz, how important are social transformation initiatives like that to the brand? As mentioned before, uh, San Antonio seventeen eighty six does a lot more than they make rum. The the brand constantly strives to give back to its community, whether it be in Venezuela through programs like Project Alcatraz, or to the hospitality and in, in, in as a whole, like like we did back in twenty twenty with the launch of our Crafted Together Limited Edition bottle, which was a wonderful mission that brought twenty six bartenders together, you know, to design a very unique bespoke label that showcased how they were staying strong in the face of the pandemic or during adversity. So the sale of the bottle supported a $10,000 donation to the USBG support fund as well here in the United States. So that was really very unique and a lot of bartenders and hospitality individuals were very supportive on what we did. The community grew extensively, our San Trace community grew extensively during the pandemic. And it's because we like to interlock arms and always be there like family. So that's how we help the community and that's how we grow. The community grows, so do we. Now, if people have tried rums from other areas of the Caribbean, 
what will they find different about a rum from Venezuela? The most thing you probably find the most different from Venezuela, it's one location, obviously, and Venezuela is largely deemed to creating one of the best molasses out there. And several producers from the Caribbean actually um, purchase molasses from, from one of Venezuelan rum producers, especially from our Hacienda. But so one of those things that primarily too, Santa Trace of 1796 has been making rum since 1796. So we're actually the third oldest rum distillery in the world as well. And uh, so it's pretty unique to have. What does the future look like for Santa Teresa? We're keep going strong. We're keep moving. We're just taking it one step at a time and smiling back at adversary when terror comes our way. So the future looks solid. It looks very gold. I'm happy to say we're doing very well with the brand across, you know, many countries and, and especially around the world. All I can say is we're very thankful and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And it's thanks to consumers and, and people who enjoy our rum is, is the main driving force. That's the people behind the rum as well that make it happen. So we're going to keep on going. Talking of where it's available, obviously that would be throughout the U.S. Whereabouts elsewhere? So it's available in uh, select retail stores, you know, nationwide and of course online. Recently we, we launched a new label program where uh, consumers can add their personalized touch upon personally their bottle. Oh, Santa Teresa 1796. You can find that on uh, passionspirits.com. So www.passionspirits.com. And outside the U.S., where else is it available? Any e-commerce websites or any free stores, you can find us for sure. But what? countries are you oh i'm sorry available throughout europe or yes, <laughs> yes. oh i'm sorry yes latin america is over mexico you know all over latin america especially in south america and europe we are in england our great britain bad spain italy Europe, working our way into the asian market as well so that's where we're available and in france as well excuse me now, if people want more information, they can, of course, go to your website, which is com, or connect with the brand on your socials. Yes, that is correct. Or our socials or our Instagram, check us out at Rum. Thanks so much for joining us, Alex. Thank you, Tiff, for having me. It was a wonderful time. And we'd also like to thank you for listening. Be sure to visit cocktailsdistill.com to access the show notes. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love you to subscribe, rate, or give a review on iTunes. Until next time, cheers.